before we get into the game, here's a word from our pals over at Rad Rolls. Hey there, my name is Dave Chaffins. I run the Rad Rolls podcast. So, you may be wondering, what is Rad Rolls? A bit ago, our crew started playing Fallout 2D20 by Modifius. Uh, Hazel will try and hack this term. I'm not getting anything off Did we get three time. chances at this and then we're locked out? <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that's right. what it is. And here's the deal. Due to my natural tendency towards uh, true misfortune... I would like to shove something I, I, into his I, mouth before... Yeah, you shove your hand into his mouth. Uh, you take a point of damage because he bites it. But I figured as much, but I know it's a matter of life and death, too. And my player's reaction to coping with it by using comedy... Go in and just start blasting when they see Marty. <laughs> okay? So I, I think... <laughs> you have Paul, you have a Paul come in every day to the end. Paula Day Inn. We've made a truly original and fun story. We are also breaking new ground by starting a playthrough of old school essentials in Elder Scrolls. You told me your group was called the Skuma Divers last night. That could mean a lot of things to a lot of people. So. I mean, if somebody comes in and they call themselves a baby eater... You're going to question the baby eater. Yeah, you're going to Mr. Baby yeah, he Eater. he just says his name's Mr. Baby Eater. So, where to start? The beginning seems obvious, frankly, but we've learned a lot since we started and have gotten way more comfortable. So, if you want quick jumping in points, try our one shot for the 25th anniversary of Fallout or jump into the sunken sewers of Bourbon Street Arc. Our Elder Scrolls game is fairly segmented, so any arc is a good place to jump on. I am uncomfortable in this space. Let's keep moving. Welcome back to a bacon-flavored podcast. As judging by the title, we are obviously not doing a Portsmouth at this time. The player of Monstrance, Matt, uh, is having some real-life issues going on right now that has uh, led them to be unable to play for a, a little bit. So, in the meantime, uh, we are going to run a uh, a little game in the Diesel RPG uh, book, which is kind of like this Mad Max, Dust Punk, uh, Cowboys and Cyborgs uh, type deal. I am... The GM, uh, I am John, and to my left is... I'm Julian, uh, my pronouns are he, him. Oh yeah, he, him over here too. Uh, I'm Ash, three for three with the pronouns. I don't know what else to say about myself here, but if you've been listening to the podcast, you're probably familiar with us, I hope. Um, yeah. Oh, and who's this sock puppet over here sitting in for our fourth? I'm Rob. I'm also he him. Oh, I'm no, on another podcast. Like he is he is a massive dork. He his glasses are taped together right now. It he's is embarrassing. He's playing magic in a tournament. Yeah, yeah. He he is currently at a magic pre-release for uh yeah to date us um for Ma uh Magic the Gathering. Gosh dang it! No, that other thing that ripped off Magic the Gathering. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Well, it's a Lord of the Rings pre-release. Yeah. It's Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Yeah. Magic the Gathering finally bought out that uh that imposter, uh Lord of the Run. Oh, is this the one where everybody got really mad because they're racist? Probably. Yes, okay. because they made um <laughs> Aragorn black and people got very cranky about it. Oh my lord. Uh <clears throat> anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Diesel is a 
It's a very short uh, RPG book. I have I have a physical copy of the book, so if you hear any uh, that's because I am physically flipping through the book. But yeah, the book itself is only seventy three pages long, and a good chunk of that is just lore of the built in settings. So game mechanics themselves actually end on page forty five. So yeah, it is not a uh, yeah, it's not a big thick uh, system. You gotta learn all sorts of ma- math for it. Is a uh, D six explosion system and so what? What is a D six explosion system? So base okay. So uh, right? Uh yeah yeah. So let's say you have a dexterity stat of five. Whenever you roll dexterity, you will roll 5d6. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so on a d6, 1 through 3 is a failure. Uh, 4 through 6 is a success. And if you get two sixes, that's a crit. Okay. And various things can up your uh, skill. So, like, weapons you have might do, uh, or, you know, might give you some bonus damage for stuff. Uh, Mods... Since, like I said, this is a cyborg and Cowboys game, uh, mods will usually give you uh, something, if not some kind of a bonus skill. They'll give you some kind of a, a bump to uh, a very specific check. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's equipment, which we'll go over uh, later, which basically does the same thing. It's like, oh, I have a med pack, so I get like, two extra D6 when I go to stabilize someone. What's the explosion for? Uh, the explosion is just like, you keep getting more and more dice. Oh, okay. Like, oh, my stat's five. I get two from my gun. I get two more from this thing. I overclock, so I get three more. Uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever seen someone play Warhammer or Shadowrun, did similar to those. Yeah. I've walked by a table <laughs> where there's been a Warhammer set up, and then um, then they brought out, like, rulers, and I got scared. Yeah. Yep. Um, But yeah, so dice checks, uh, like I said, uh, you can only get one success or one failure per die, so the difficulties are, you know, like, an easy check is one. You just need one success. Uh, however, like a six plus is labeled near impossible because, uh, the, these, yeah, the, the difficulty is determined by, um, how reasonable it is to get that check for a 50% success rate. So yeah, like one, all you need is like a D one and you have 50, 50 chance to get that. So on and so forth. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we will go over certain things as we continue. Um, but yeah, for now, we will get into the meat and potatoes of the stew. Uh, actually, would you guys rather me go through some of the uh, world lore first or some of your character ideas first? Uh, probably world lore, just to, to set down a foundation of, of what we're putting the characters on. Okay. 
So yeah, I am going to read this directly from our uh, world lore uh, doc, which is only about four pages long. So possibility. Uh, solidified luck, as it's sometimes called, possibility is used to make the impossible possible. It's a priceless resource that is regularly killed over. So possibility is kind of like uh, inspiration points or action points. Or if you play a 2D uh, 2D20 system, it's luck. It, it, it lets you do things that your character wouldn't normally be able to do. And yeah, for like a list of things possibility can do, it is page 35 in the PDF. Uh, mods. Mod is the common term for prosthetics, specifically ones that have complex mechanisms built into them, such as guns or tools. And these are where a lot of the character advancement is going to come in. Uh, there's no traditional level up system in Diesel, so um, basically, you know, getting somewhere where you can upgrade or swap out your mods is how you'll uh, get stronger at stuff. And mods start at page uh, 19. Uh, vehicles. Folks don't get far across Windvel without a vehicle. Most use solar cells as fuel source, but some use crude oil and even fewer, typically owned by the disgustingly wealthy, run on possibility. I so, have a question. Yes. Are robot horses a thing? Yes. Lit. I will give them the same stats as a motorcycle. Um, vehicles are on page 43 in the PDF. Hell yeah. But yeah, uh, vehicles also get mods, the same as uh, characters, but their mods are more limited. Um, okay. And there's, you know, there's different stats that affect the uh, properties of your uh, vehicles. The rail. <clears throat> Powered by massive solar cells, these trains can transport up to 100 passengers at a time between connected cities. Unfortunately, tickets onto the rail often cost too much for your average person to afford more than a couple times a year. Uh, communication systems. Uh, telegrams are the primary method of communication across great distances, but radios can be used for shorter distances. So, yeah, like uh, instead of like, um, be because I'm playing around with this, uh, this setting, telegrams aren't wired together but it is like here's a telegram station it has a uh, antenna and it broadcasts out to a telegram uh, antenna further down the line and so on and so forth and radios are more like uh, walkie talkies with a better antenna alright let's see the Harper's War uh, a war that occurred 25 years ago uh, that spanned much of Elder Howell that started off as a land dispute between the brothers Franklin and Robert Harper that got way out of hand as they both made more and more deals for allies to help take the other down. After several years, hundreds dead, and many ruined settlements, the brothers were killed by their own men to put an end to the war. However, there are still some out there who hold some loyalty to Franklin or Robert and believe Elder Howe should be claimed in his name. The youngest I will allow a player to be if they wish to participate in the uh, Brothers War would probably be like 37. Because thinking like, okay, if this was, if they treat things like a, a Civil War times and yeah, a 12-year-old could totally be in charge of a firing squad. Uh, the Ivory Scourge. 
a mysterious illness with a 70% mortality rate that sprung up after possibility was discovered in the mines of Colvale. Symptoms include fatigue, numbness in the extremities, large painful pustules on the chest and head, blindness, and sudden uh, albinism. Uh, folks, uh, yeah, folks say that the discovery of possibility in the area is what led to the disease. Some people say it was a coincidence. It just depends on who you ask. Uh, fearsome critters. Uh, not what you would classify as a normal animal. Fearsome critters are mysterious monsters of unknown origin who plague humanity. So, a quick rundown of these would be like the agropelter or the snallygaster, basically cryptids, uh, as reported by lumberjacks back in the day. Uh, the gun saint. A mysterious, almost mythological figure in a white hat and duster who carries a gun which seems to be made of gold and bone. Their gun doesn't shoot typical bullets, but a bright streak of light. When someone is shot, their sins manifest as a brilliant white fire, burning through their chest, eyes, and mouth. If the sins are great enough, they will die. And he's kind of a... Yeah, he, he's kind of kind of a boogeyman for the... Uh... Uh, for the bandits of uh, the area. And speaking of the area, we are now on to the location section of the Google Doc. So, first we have the United Arbuckle Territories. The country in Wildville uh, that the game takes place in. Imagine Wild West America, but with less racism. And uh, I suppose, yeah, I forgot to put this in here too, but Wildvale is the name of the planet. So we got... Oh, okay. Yeah, we got Wildvale, the planet. We got the UAT, which is the country. And further, we will go into the region. So Elderhowl is the name of the region the game takes place in. So that will be the map that uh, you guys have access to. And that people at the stream should be able to see right now. Uh, the Vast Empty is a massive desert between Gun City and the Howler Mountains. The Howler Mountains are a perilous mountain range that cuts the Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I got distracted or yeah, I got a little bit distracted because I think. Yep. I forgot to update a name. Uh, fast. Empty. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I corrected it to the wrong name. So the Howler Mountains are a perilous mountain range that cuts Elder Howl off from the rest of the continent. Uh, Gun City is the capital of Elderhowl. Uh, lots of jobs and trade there. Uh, it's kind of your typical big city in, in the Wild West, like buildings that are more than a few stories tall, uh, some of which are even made out of like stone and metal. Uh, Torn Flats, a one-horse town that's recently been asking for assistance with bandits. Uh, Copperville, oh, Copperville. A monument of innovation. Much of the area's tech comes from here, so a lot of the branded mods and uh, prosthetics will come out of Coppervale. Copperville. Gosh dang it. I... You'll see why I keep making this mistake in like two seconds. Coalvale. A mining city that produces a lot of the area's raw materials, including raw possibility. Uh, don't ask me why I gave two cities very similar names. I'm dumb sometimes. And Tombspeak, a colony of mystics who live high in the Howler Mountains who wish to communicate with the dead. And Blindwater, 
a colony of exiled sick, along with the doctors who were trying to treat them. All right. And page three of the doc. Factions. Possibilitus. A corporation that more or less owns Wildvale due to their stranglehold on possibility and the mod market. Uh, nine times out of ten, if you get your grips on a possibility or a new mod, there's a good chance it's going to have the Possibilitus uh, icon stamped on it. The Iron Chain. <clears throat> These individuals act as the enforcers of law, but can more often than not bend the law in favor of one person or another for the right price. Uh, followers of Moonlight. Folks who worship the Comet of Infinite Moonlight. May she safely guide you through the May void. May she safely guide you through the void. Uh, their doctrine mostly... Re bleh, their doctrine mostly resolves... Their doctrine mostly revolves around seeking knowledge to help the people of the world. Uh, seekers of the Star. Folks who worship the Star of Twisted Truth. They often find themselves at odds with the followers of Moonlight, as their goals are incredibly self-centered and oppressive. Uh, mechanics slash tinkerers. Uh, men and women who specialize in building and repairing machines and mods. Uh, gunslingers. Not an official faction, but more of a term used to describe people of outstanding skills with firearms and mods. Uh, so yeah, they're like... Uh, yeah, they're, they're like people who... Sorry, my brain stopped working. Uh, yeah, if you're a gunslinger, you're like a, a well-known bounty hunter. Like It's one of those things where people look at you when, when you enter the tavern and they're like, oh, this guy's going to cause trouble. And bandits. People who either through greed or desperation have taken up a life of theft and violence. Very few bandit groups ever last long enough to set up a name for themselves outside of their particular hunting grounds. And Home Rules, the final section of this Google document. I know a guy. Um, this is a uh, home rule I have in all my games. Basically, uh, when it would make sense, a player can uh, uh, state that they know a guy and invent a NPC and make a uh, whatever the system's equivalent of a charisma check is to see how well that uh, NPC uh likes to hear back from them. Um, next is the rule of cool, which is basically just if what you describe, I think is rad enough, I'll allow it. Uh, that is, that is also an official rule in, uh, the diesel RPG, <laughs> uh, the economy. So the dollar in wild Vale is strong. So things don't cost much, but in return, rewards are monetarily small. Bargaining for goods and service is common if people don't have the cash on hand. So a lot of the world runs off the, or a lot of the world outside the bigger cities runs off the bartering system. So you could probably get away uh, with a lot with a uh, good, uh, let's see, what is it? Personality check. Resources. Yeah, th this is where, for whatever reason, I've decided I want to run a kind of crunchy game. So things like ammo, trail rations, and fuel, if applicable, will be tracked by the party and need to be replenished. Uh, they can be purchased at general stores or can be taken from fallen enemies or scavenged out in the wild. So, like, for those of you who pick guns, uh, counter bullets. And the final home rule is events on the road. For every three days spent traveling on the road, the party rolls for a random encounter. 
And whenever we get into the actual uh, game and have uh, uh, roll 20 up, you will see that the map for uh, Elder Howl is each square is a day instead of like five feet. Because I learned how to do that at some point. So I've got a question. Yes, go for it. Uh, you mentioned solar cells. Yes. What are those? So a solar cell is a solar battery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, uh, a standard uh, uh, vehicle will have like a solar cell that will. Yeah, th- they'll have a solar cell that's connected to a solar panel on the top of the vehicle. And a cell will typically hold about one day's worth of energy. And that, like, recharges as you're driving? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, typically, yeah, like, I had fuel, if applicable, uh, under resources, because, uh, uh, yeah, like, most vehicles will run off of, uh, solar cells, but there might be a point where you guys wind up in a, like, oil-powered uh, vehicle, or a... Yeah, if by some miracle you guys won't run into a possibility-powered vehicle, that one will also require fuel. But yeah, mo- most... Um, yeah, most vehicles are electric in this world. Uh, anything else I, I need uh, to clarify? Uh, mm, may she safely... Uh, guide you through the void. Okay, may she safely guide you through the void. Okay. All right. So, uh, a- Ash kind of has an idea. So we'll start with you for a uh, for your your cowpoke, your your I gunslinger. Okay. Also, also I do want to say gunslinger. Like I said, is basically a term that means like bounty hunter, or like it's it, like self What? Cell sword is like- yeah 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 like cell sword or samurai or knight or whatever it's like even if you decide I don't use guns I use a chainsaw you're still a gunslinger <laughs> okay so so do both of you have the uh, character sheet that was uh in the uh, Google file yes I've actually started um okay uh, l- let us know what you got so far. I have an idea, and I'll keep some of that idea secrety. Okay. But basically, um, fearsome critters exist. I mm-hmm. want to try and do like an anthro werewolf kind of dude. Um, and so far, I've done that using mods. So. We've got a three brawn, three dexterity, two personality, three mechanics, three know-how, um, and three organics because I have fourteen mod slots. Okay. So I've got the sprinter legs, which is a four slot, reinforced skeleton, which is four, uh, ferris skin, which adds an armor or armor two against small melee weapons, um, which is two slots. Hmm. Finger raises for your claws, two slots, small melee weapons, and extra damage dice to attack. And a precision eye, which is two slots and gives a plus one dice to sight-based checks for small details. 
and aids with um, aiming. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives me guard four. I don't know about the metal and meat stats. Okay, yeah, we will go over that right now. So uh, before we do, uh, I will say that uh, Diesel is a game where you you do not start with a class, but you basically pick from uh, yeah. classifications of mods that each fill one of the the roles of a standard uh, tabletop uh, class. And Ash, I think you picked a mod from almost all of the, the options. Um, so there's some Charger, there's some Knight, um, and then there's the Slicer, which is Melee, and I think the Precision Eye is from whichever one aims. Uh, sleep, uh, sp- ah, Slinger. Slinger, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you said your Organics was three? Yes, because that gives me a total of 14 mod slots. Okay, so you have three Meat and three Metal. Yep. So basically that means you have a total of six HP. When you take metal damage in this game, you add a malfunction dice. Yep. So that will basically heck up one of your mods whenever you roll it. Uh, If you run out of metal, your mods are busted. Uh, When you run out of HP, you go into a dying state where basically you are still active as an individual. You're not unconscious. But like it is... Basically, the only thing you can do uh, when you're at zero HP or lower is try and get away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone can come by and stabilize you, and that will basically set you up as though you had one HP. So, derived stats, it has two boxes and a slash between them. What's the Uh, slash? uh, One second. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling up the... uh, the sheet myself. Okay, derived stats. I think that is your uh, current and total. I think that's oh. what that means. So, guard. Guard is your ability to avoid damage. So, it could be, you know, like how lucky you are to dodge an attack, how skilled you are at rolling with a punch, or just how tough the particular piece of uh, your body that they attacked was. So, let's see. Your guard is equal to one plus the higher of your dexterity or brawn. So you said they were both three? Mm-hmm. Okay, so your guard is four. Yeah. And basically, yeah, like I said, um, guard, yeah, your guard needs to run out before you'll take either metal or meat damage. So instead of six HP, you effectively have ten. Guard will refresh after a short basically a short rest. Um, let's see. The The game is, is kind of... Uh, it, it looked at a Pathfinder and was like, ooh, we like that in terms of uh, HP. So, okay, health and damage. Or recovery, rather, on page 14. Um, so, yeah. When you have a moment to catch your breath, you regain uh, your guard. Uh, you can field repair your mods. Um, it's a mechanics check. And basically, however many successes you get, you can take off that many malfunctions. And yeah, something about repair value, we'll go into that later. But yeah, you can actually bump up uh, metal. 
So I've also got some equipment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it takes like a week to regain one point of uh, meat. Make so, sense. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we are moving on from your mods, uh, which you've already stated, to equipment. So tell us what you get. Um, at the moment, I have a hunting rifle. And okay, good. You have a hunting rifle and what? Light armor. Okay. And I believe light armor gives you a bonus on hand-to-hand. Uh, yeah. You have one difficulty check to endure environmental hazards, and you also have two armor against unmodified, unarmed attacks, improvised mm -hmm. weapons, and animals. Mm -hmm. All right. And like it says, it's light, so like much easier to sneak around with that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Your hunting rifle is a medium firearm. Yeah, so uh, it does damage. Yep, does... To damage. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, no, okay, it reload. Yeah. What? I wanted to add a bayonet to that. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the choice between a bayonet or one of the uh, pieces of example equipment. Well, it's, uh, it says on hunting rifle you can add a bayonet as a small melee weapon to the hunting Oh, okay. Rifle. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that. Um, the thing I wanted was a horse for a vehicle. Uh, don't worry, I'll, I'm going to give you guys a vehicle. Um, uh, it, it's going to be a communal vehicle, though, so you guys are going to start off with one car. What what you get in the future, eh, we can work with it. Uh, let's see. Uh, so a hunting rifle manually ejects uh, bullets between shots, usually a bolt or a lever action. It requires one of your uh, uh, minor actions, which you get a set amount of minor actions per turn. And yeah, uh, let's see. As a result, malfunctions or other effects that would cause you to empty your weapon have no effect on it. So yeah, basically I can't be like, oh, you weren't counting your shots and have unexpectedly ran out of ammo. So, yeah, we got a lot of the mechanic stuff uh, set up for your... Oh, right, that was also another thing I was going to bring up. So, um, your carry weight, like your carry capacity, is equal to your brawn. So your brawn is three, so you can carry three items, basically. Mm -hmm. Which I believe your, what, your uh, armor counts as that. Makes uh, sense. I don't yeah. think a bayonet would because it's attached to the hunting rifle. Yeah. I use it for a small melee weapon. Yep, yep. And I wanted a medkit. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll give you a medkit. Uh, oh, yeah, so using a medkit is under the know-how um, stat. So just a heads up on that. I think your no, it was your personality that was, that yeah, was small. Personality. Okay. So we, we have done the the mechanical section of uh, this character. So now we can go into uh, the, the fun, the fun bits. So yeah, one, one of the uh, questions to uh, ask players in this uh, game is uh, where did you get your mods? Did you pay for them yourself? Did you, do you owe someone money? 
Uh, were they supplied to you? Like, what, what what's going on with the with your modifications? Well, so because of the way I was thinking of it happening, I was using the mods more as most of the mods more as like mechanical things. Um, okay. I mean, not like when I say mechanical things, I mean yeah, yeah. Creation uh, to get the yeah. I want yeah. Um, so, so okay, so. So how did how did your uh, your doggo boy? Oh, okay. So a better question, which would help with the world building, is uh is is this a natural thing or a unnatural thing that has supplied him with these mechanical abilities? I like the idea that it was the common of infinite moonlight because okay. moonlight werewolves. Yeah, moonlight doggos. Yeah, kind oh, kind of a straight. Uh, safely guide you through the void. May may she safely guide you through the void. Yeah. So. Uh I don't know if they're like mods, the way that. I mean, that mechanically speaking, they have to be mods because they can yeah. function and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if they're mods the way that say you, someone else. Have a yeah, you don't know if they're prosthetics. Yeah. Okay. So is uh is your cowboy a part of the followers of Moonlight? Is he disenfranchised from them? So I I have an idea. Um I don't think he would actually have been a follower. Okay. I think it was like he reached a very low point in his life and two things happened back to back. Um so I uh, he's older, so he's going to be like in his late forties. Okay. Like, uh, not late, early forties. Okay. Um, okay. So I am picturing him as having been part of the Harper's War. All right. And just cracking the absolute shits with it, and <laughs> may in fact have been one of the people who actually executed one of the brothers. Uh, that's more up to you. Oh, um, I'll I'll allow it because I was imagining that the the death of the brothers was more of a a type of French Revolution event, mm. where it's like they they got the whole town together for this. Yeah, but, but he yeah, you would have been involved. Like he may have been the one to you know like pull the final shot, or it being like an act of mercy of like okay, uh, okay, he we, we didn't measure the rope out, and now he's just strangling. One more bullet to the brain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow that. And then, so that you can yay or nay this. After it hit me with happens, it. He does meet the gun saint, and mm -hmm. the gun saint kills him. Oh, like, too great! But he's almost like resurrected from that in the form that he has now, as. A second chance, kind of. Okay. I don't know if that's within the ability of the Comet of Infinite Moonlight. May she guide our way. Okay, so here, here, here is uh, here is my my counter offer. I I like all of that, mm -hmm. and I'll let your guy think that. Just 
this is something the Comet of Infinite Moonlight has has deemed to uh, to existence. But we're not sure if that's true. Yep. Okay. Works for me. All right. So. In hell, maybe the actual factual matter is they are real mods, and it's just like the followers of the Comet of Infinite Moonlight were like, yeah, let's just take him and do some. Yeah. Just like, there's, like a, there's a. Ooh, free body. body. Yeah. Yeah. So is uh is your guy from around uh Elder Howl or is he from uh the greater uh, UAT? He would well if he was involved in the Harper's War, he would have been around Elder Howl. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I meant like, does he have any strong connection to any of the cities of uh Elder Howl or Oh definitely not. Okay. Of a wanderer type guy. He is a vagrant and a vagabond. Yeah. Like, like all good heroes. Uh-huh. I, the, literally, the sole reason I wanted him to have a robot horse was so he could just ride into town. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can get you. All right. And do you have a, a name for this fine fellow? I do not. Okay. Um, um, yeah, we, we can... Uh, what was that? I've got everything else. Um... Brayden suggested Shane. I don't know if I like Shane. Hmm. Yeah, Shane's uh, Shane Shane's a uh, a tricky word or a tricky name to to be good, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think I've ever met a good Shane. I've met good Shanes. It's just that, like, when I think of Shane, this the character I have is not mm-hmm. what I think. Fair. Uh, do you have a uh, physical description in mind for a uh, for not Shane? Old and grizzled. <laughs> oh, I like it. There was uh, there was this art that I saw on Tumblr of a vampire cowboy. Ooh. And I well, there's ah, here it is. Oh, you found it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to actually use this art as the character. Mm-hmm. This the vibe. Um, of it, so like he does have like the dark sclera, gold eyes that glow. Oh yeah, scruffy. Yeah, I dig it. It looks vaguely undead. Okay, but I, so, I don't. He can actually like morph into a wolf form. He's just the closest thing anyone's ever seen to an actual werewolf. Okay, so he doesn't physically change, but he does kind of just have that feral look to him. Yeah, well, I think there's no... Unless there is a way for him to physically change. Like, I don't know if werewolves are one of the fearsome critters. Um, uh, werewolves are not typically classified as a fearsome critter, no. Well, that's just not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have but no you- idea if they actually <laughs> existed in your world state. Uh, Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see as time goes on. Okay. But yeah, like a, as a uh, <clears throat> as a beginning character, I I I feel like we've done pretty good on uh on Larry here. Yeah. Um. Because the other thing, like you know, Blythe from Elden Ring. Yes. Oh, is that the is that what you wanted? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. Net, net. 
whenever we get to an adventure where Bucky here can level up, we'll uh, we'll see what what we can do about his mods. But yeah, Feral Wolfman is as close as we're getting. Okay, Feral Wolfman Grandpa. Dad, maybe. Not okay, dad. Fe Feral Wolfman Dad. Feral Wolf Daddy. No. <laughs> okay. You go to one pride event. <laughs> uh, well, it is currently Father's Day. I've seen nothing on Twitter but stupid daddy jokes. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask uh, what your guys typically dressed in. Is it safe to assume it's like a uh, your standard just roamed into town scruffy looking cowboy with like a hat and a coat? Yeah, there'd be a duster involved in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna jump onto Hero Forge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask, uh, but I completely forgot. Is it a lever action or a bolt action rifle on your back? Um, I thought it's specified. Also, I don't know enough about guns to answer that question. Uh yeah, no, it, it specifies it could be either, because oh, basically yeah. they're both just slow-loading manual rifles. Yeah, I don't actually know, like, what the visual difference is between them. Um, well, one... Oh, this is going to be the most unhelpful description. One has a bolt action, and the other has a lever. <laughs> you are correct! That's not helpful! <laughs> okay, so... I mean, Imagine, just... yeah, it's like uh, bolt action is like those old sniper rifles where you see them fire and then they work the slide on top of the gun before they fire again. And lever action, instead of uh, that mechanism being on top, it's over by the trigger and you push the lever forward to eject the bullet and then bring it back in to load the next bullet. Historically, what was more common? Do you know? Uh, I don't actually. Although, to be fair, I like the watching some people reload bolt actions. I like the aesthetic. Yeah, it's a strong aesthetic. Um, but I've just given him the plain rifle in Hero Forge, which. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> uh, yeah, a, a simple rifle of indeterminate mechanisms. Well, they also have the Western shotgun, which um, looks very much like the rifle. It does. It looks like the rifle, you say? It looks like a rifle! Okay, so there is a bolt-action rifle in Hero Forge, so I'll give him that. Okay. Yeah, we, we were just... plopping along about uh, Ash's character. Or at least the more... Uh, uh, flavor ver uh, variants. So! Oh my god, I can make him ride a raptor. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay when when julian's catastrophe is done we'll we'll start on on his character and we'll we'll live we'll leave uh ash to keep working on eugene also i am just going to keep calling your character different names until one is not decided upon completely uh, fine <laughs> oh okay i can't put oh i can put reins in a horse bridle one Horse. Yeah. If you're giving me a bridle here, I thought you need to give me reins. 
No. Why is there just a regular? Where's the Western saddle? Does that doesn't? <laughs> Don't even worry about it. It doesn't have a girth. Don't worry That's about it. The horse girl in me is having some issues. Just having a full-on conniption. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm literally just gonna have this horse. Because right With- now it's not a bridle, it's a halter. There is a distinct... Okay. <laughs> Within you there are, there are two children. Horse girl and dinosaur boy. Which one is stronger? A horse girl and wolf boy. Uh, wolf boy, wolf boy. Okay, Julian. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you are you done having catastrophes? Yes. Okay, let's get started on your dude. Mm-hmm. So, do do you have an idea? Yeah. So, um, I know that it doesn't take place on Earth, but I did mm-hmm. want to, uh, like as as the uh, resident Mexican American, mm-hmm. uh, pay homage to the the real cowboys the tradition from like uh, the vaqueros and the um uh charros and uh you know mexican influence okay well technically it came from spain don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it they brought it from spain to mexico and then that was it's like saying things that come out of uh louisiana are french based it's like yeah, but it's its own thing now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to interrupt because I'm so keen for a Vaquero character. <laughs> yeah. Gross has top surgery scars now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I I was just informed of that. Like, didn't you tell me about that like yesterday? Yeah, I did because I was making a Monstrance and a Florence uh, minis in Hero Forge. Awesome. Because I was looking for a chest wound to represent where Florence got shot, but there there is no uh, gunshot wound over the heart scar yet. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So so you want to be a, a vaquero? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was thinking of being from uh, Colvale. Okay. You know, kind of a mining city, um, and I, I imagine like. That would be the most uh, country sort of area. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like, uh, uh, if you guys uh want to have come from outside of Elder Howl, I will allow that. Um, because I have also run into a problem that has kept me up several nights, where it's like, hmm, this character has Asian features, or this NPC. How do I describe that in a not horrible way? Mm-hmm. Okay, there. Eyes. What? They have monolidded eyes. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, I was just gonna bite the bullet and say that they are from the eastern side of of Wildvale. I mean, you can say that. Yeah, as long as it's not the Oriental side. Yeah. Yeah. No. But monolid is like that's the actual descriptor for um like that style of eye. And it's I mean not every Asian person has monolids and not every person mm-hmm. has Asian and I'm yeah again, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, like uh there was some crime scene investigation show I watched forever ago where they're like, Oh yeah, no, Down syndrome sometimes has the same uh 
markers for facial features as you know, like some some Asian people. I was like, oh, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna write monolithed. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, like, if you want to say, like, uh, uh, your Vaquero's uh, family came from further south of the Elder Howl, nice. uh, or if we want to flip the country uh, further north of Elder Howl, like, yeah, uh, I'd 100% uh, uh, allow that. But them also being like a, uh, like someone whose family worked in Colvale, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whichever one you you think uh, works better. I don't mind being uh, from further south. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if you just really like the the coal, the coal mining, the the mining lifestyle, yeah, we we can say that like you're from out of out of territory. But if anyone asks, you're like, yeah, no, I'm from Colvale. Mm -hmm. Like that. That's where all my bills are. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have a little idea for kind of a quest hook. Okay. Uh, or it's at least one of his goals. So, okay, I like having uh, goals. He, he is a younger, uh, kind of fellow. He's like mid-twenties to late-twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh sort of had uh, this this uh i guess aspiration to go and be a a cool gunslinger um and so he went up to gun city and like uh he had a motorcycle <laughs> uh and he loves that motorcycle but he did lose it uh in an Maybe gambling, maybe as collateral, maybe just, you know, so, something is, has happened to his motorcycle, and now he has to try and get it back. Okay, I'm writing that down, too. But yeah, I, I like that. I like that. That's going to be fun to play with. Okay, so... <clears throat> do you want to start with uh, mods or your stats first? Uh, so, uh, I was thinking of making kind of a, um, like, a, a gunslinger, or, or, you know, like a, a... Yeah, like, like a, like a, a gunman. Gunman, yeah. And, um, so, there were, uh, some mods for, like stuff with um reflexes and like eyesight uh yeah i believe those are under the slinger section for mods uh, yeah rapid eye and precision eye implant yeah and then there are some uh yeah in slingers uh you can also like put a gun into your arm mm -hmm. um but I kind of like the idea of him not having much access to mods prior to this. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a big modding community in the, in Colvale or whatever. Or if yeah. they do, it's 
it's stuff for like mining. So you yeah get yeah packs in your arm or whatever. Yeah. Um. So uh, I was thinking of him him having minimal mods at first. Okay, and just just cyber psychoing himself up as uh, time goes on. He could, yeah. And but uh, also, it sounds like your character ideas are uh, the other character ideas are more mod focused. So it's mm-hmm. fun to have like a uh, a meat man. Yeah, and y- you know, kind of ranged and not as <laughs> not as uh, hardy. Okay. 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 So. Let's see. To be mostly uh, meat and still use mods, you'll have an organic score of four. Mm-hmm. So you'll have six mod slots. Um, you'll have four meat, but only two metal. Okay, so uh, four meat. Here, I'm putting it down on the thing. Mm-hmm. Two metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, organics is four? Uh, organics is four, yes. Okay. And your mod slots are six. Okay. Okay, so now let's go ahead and go through your base stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, dexterity is your gunslinging um, stat. If uh, you want to uh, dump your big boy uh, uh, button into that. <clears throat> What's my big boy button? Uh, oh, wait a second. So you get four, three, 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 two. Okay, yeah, yeah. And four automatically goes into organics. So you have three threes and a two. Okay, so, so there's four, three, 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 two, plus organics four. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I misread. I apologize. Yeah, that makes sense now that I'm looking at the amount of slots here. Yeah. So, yeah, dexterity is how well you can shoot. Brawn is how well you can fist fight. Personality is how charming you are. Uh, mechanics is how good you are at dealing with mods. Know-how is just kind of a general catch-all knowledge thing. So if it's like, oh, I want to do a lore check on the aggro pelter. That'll it's like, be okay. one. <laughs> I'm a dummy. I, uh, you know, a very naive, somebody who lost their their motorcycle immediately upon entering the big city. Yeah. Just, uh, just scammed or swindled or whatever, just instantly. Yeah, like, like to, I imagine that it happened so fast that even he's not quite sure how it happened. <laughs> uh, we we can figure out like the yeah. details of how that interaction went. Yeah, just sitting there, like I don't think it got stolen from me, but I don't feel good about it. Okay, so what are what are what are your stats looking like? Uh okay. So let's see. What I've got is um brawn at two, mm-hmm. dexterity at four, okay, personality three, mm-hmm. mechanics three, know how one, and organics four. Um, minimum possible base stat is one, and the maximum is six. Uh, is okay, right? so 
Um, so technically, no. Uh, two should be the lowest of the. Uh... Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So mind. you have a four, a two, and then everything else should be three for now. Okay. So my know-how is two, and my brawn is three. I'm okay. slightly better uh, rounded than I thought I would be. Yeah, you're um, you know, you, you worked a bit in the mine. You you have some muscle definition. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, your guard is Dex or Brawn plus one, so your guard is a five. Okay. So you're actually really good at avoiding damage. Yeah, so I imagine that he's kind of mobile. So yeah. he, he's got he's he's good at dodging. He doesn't have like a lot of armor, but he is quick on his feet. Yeah, he can't take a punch, but boy howdy can he dodge it. Mm-hmm. And also, he uh, he's a flamenco dancer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love him. Okay, so we will go into the small amount of mods you can have. So what... Okay, you were looking at Rapid Eye and Precision Eye. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, would, that should still leave you with two points of metal. Yeah, you still have two points of... Uh, of mods you can uh use okay let me look at the other uh two mo- uh two uh, other two points yeah. yeah um you can have a built-in tool belt uh if you want to stick in the slinger you can have finger guns finger guns are just such a fun concept to me yeah uh let's see you can have a wrist pistol Uh, joint pivots. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Actually, that would be worse, wouldn't it? What? Uh, I was looking at um, Wheeljack. Uh, okay, where is Wheeljack at? Oh, okay, I found it, I found it. Under Mechanist. A uh, simple mod allows you to connect your mechanical parts directly with a compatible vehicle. And I was hmm. thinking of that kind of in like his his uh, attachment to his motorcycle, <laughs> where he's like, I, "I am literally modded to jack into my motorcycle, and it's gone." Yeah. So if you did want to use, uh, yeah, if you did want wheeljack for general purpose stuff, um, I would imagine it would work more like uh, Ghost in the Shell, where it's like there's just a USB port in your neck. And that's what you uh you jack into. Um, so yeah, if you picked wheeljack to be like I am modified for my motorcycle, you can use wheeljack on you know other vehicles you come across, but I would give you some special bonus uh when and if we eventually get your motorcycle back. Oh boy. Uh let's see. But yeah, there's there's a ton of other uh two slot mods if uh you're still looking at stuff. Was just uh, kind of going through. Uh, and I haven't actually written those down on the character sheet yet. But the um Blech. the organoferric weave. Yeah, that one's oh. fun. I was looking at that. Oh, fancy. 
But yeah, then okay. How how much was the drone? Ah, uh, the drone is three. Yeah, you could get some some thiefy stuff if you wanted. Yeah, there's a bunch of um, like small yeah. stuff. Yeah, the thief has a lot of uh, a lot of small things if uh, if you wanted those. It it is uh, frustrating that there's only like two one slot things in this entire. Yeah. List. But yeah, like that. I, I think that's why at the end they have a. Oh, also, if you wanted to build a mod, here's how you can build one. But I figured just to start off with, we use uh, the ones in the books, and then like maybe we can uh, work together on like, yeah, actually, I want to. I want, uh, I w I want this, this mod. Want a okay. mod? What do this? So can I keep the the two mods as like a flex spot, and then we can talk about it later? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. So yeah, just uh, write down your precision eyes and your uh, what was the other one? Uh, rapid eye. Yeah, rapid eye. And yeah, well, we'll go ahead and ask uh, how how did he come across those uh, those mods? Uh, like, was he uh, did he get them for contract work in uh, Colville? Did he get those before he uh, he came up to Elder Howl? Uh, are they like visually distinct? Um, so I am a fan of like, uh, you know, like the contact lenses or like the, the, the cyberpunk thing of like the kind of, um, tech looking eyes mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where like the iris is all, you know, cool. all weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I dropped off at the end of that sentence, but uh <laughs> that's Oop. kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. I love that aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So it, is it a thing where one eye is the react the rapid eye and the other is the precision, or is it like both eyes are prosthetic and they basically swap between lenses? Uh yeah, I, I imagined that it was like um that you could sort of add on once you'd gotten like a mm -hmm. prosthetic base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's that's kind of how I was going to run it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, the 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 second thing you said. Okay, so swaps uh swaps out the 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 irises basically for mm -hmm. depending on what you're doing. Okay. Okay, and so we have mods, so we shall now go to equipment. So your brawn is a three, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so you can have three pieces of equipment. Oh, so, boy. all right, so, um, let us let us look at armor first, since that's kind of big. If you don't want armor, that's fine. That gives you an armor rate of one, which. So your armor rating is basically how many successes the enemies have to roll to be able to hit you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, uh, yeah, if you want to go unarmored and just carry, like, three guns or two guns and, equi and an equipment or something like that, then you can. That's perfectly viable. Um, but, yeah, everything else is, you know, like, available if you wanted light or medium or heavy armor. 
see. Uh, okay, so unarmored, you have a base armor of one. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, light armor is uh, one and an asterisk because it does stuff on unarmed attacks. And it does environmental stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll go unarmored for now because okay. I really want a radio pack. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you have a radio pack, and like I said, uh, in the world building section, radios are good for short range communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, like if you're in uh, Gun City, you'll be able to communicate across uh, Gun City. And maybe to some of the outside area, but you won't be able to like contact Covale. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have one piece of equipment, so and no armor, so I'm assuming you're going to be carrying two guns. Yeah, so um, I guess a uh, should it be because you've got a hunting rifle, right, Ash? Yes. So should I get like a high powered rifle and uh and a heavy pistol or something? So that's up to you. Yeah, so high powered rifle, um so yeah, it uh is harder to shoot at close range, so you kinda gotta stay at medium and or long range to effectively use it. Mm -hmm. Uh but otherwise it uh yeah, it's uh just a real good rifle. So yeah, if you wanted that, uh, I would allow it. And what was the other one you were looking at? Uh, the heavy pistol. Okay, a heavy pistol. Okay. Uh, generally, or prefer... I could deal dual wield revolvers. You could. That could be fun. Would it be fun to dual wield revolvers? It probably would be. Would that be super cool, though? That would be super cool. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, while you are considering that, I'm going to look at uh, combat. Uh, when you attack, you roll either brawn for melee attacks or dexterity for ranged attacks, and apply any associated modifiers from circumstances or mods compared to total success to opponent's armor. If you meet or beat their armor score, you deal the weapons damage to them. For every additional success you have in access of the armor score, you do an extra point of damage. Okay, so it doesn't say if having multiple guns will let you do multiple things. But if you... You know what? Yeah, I'm going to throw another house roll in here uh, real quick for dual wielding. If you're dual wielding, you can attack two enemies uh, at the cost of giving them one extra armor. So it's like you're increasing uh, their ability to avoid the hit, but you have the chance to hit two guys at once. Okay, that's fun. I'll do that. I'll get two revolvers and I'll just, uh, yeah. It so I'll have at least six turns to, uh, until I have to reload. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And you said, uh, revolvers, so are you doing the heavy pistol or the medium pistol? Revolver is, um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, revolver is a small uh, firearm. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Classic six shooter. So make a note of, uh, that for your weapons uh ash i will say that your rifle will have eight shots before it needs to reload okay. 
Okay, dual wielding. I'm going to type in this uh, uh, home rule real quick. Uh, diesel character sheet. Uh, hunting rifle, two damage, eight shots. Yep. And yeah, just keep track of that. And when you're out of ammo, you'll have to use part of your minor action to reload. Oh, yeah. So how many ammo refills do we have? Are we tracking that? <clears throat> Okay, so I will. Okay, so yeah, everyone is going to start off with a an amount of ammo that's going to be good to reload their guns once. So Ash, you'll start with a eight. Uh, Julian, I will give you. Uh, I'll give you six since you just have an absurd amount of ammo right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. So you're you're gonna have what whatever's in your gun plus this additional ammo. Oh boy. And. Yeah, ammo is sold on a one-to-one uh, basis. So, yeah, That's one fun. bullet's yeah one bullet's going to cost one dollar, okay. or one dinero, or whatever I decide the uh, the the monetary system is going to be called in this setting. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, in in the future, whenever you guys actually wind up someplace where you can buy stuff, refilling on ammo, you'll you can do that. Um. Or like I said, with the resources thing, if you murder someone and it's like, yeah, no, this guy had a revolver, you can be like, okay, how many how many bullets can I get off of this guy? Slash, can I just take his whole heckin' gun? Yeah. So yeah, it's a it'll be very um um Fallout New Vegas is. I, I was trying to think of how to describe uh, the the setting of this game, and it's like, uh, it's kind of Borderlands, but less high tech. Or it's like, oh, it's Mad Max, but Western. And it's like, you know what? No, it's Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> it's just Fallout New Vegas without the nuke. Yeah. I'm done for that. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, and I will just go into some, just some simple uh, combat rules real quick for, so that those are out there. So maybe one of us will remember them when uh, we get into combat on our first session. Um, so when you start a turn, you have, uh, 3D worth of minor actions you can, uh, perform. And these actions are like, uh, reloading your weapon, uh, which will take your entire turn. Cause you gotta like actual stop and reload or like, um, jumping over a low obstacle is 1D, uh, of action. Climbing a ladder is 2D of action. Picking up a significant uh, item, like a body, is two action. Picking up a small item is zero action. Yeah, and attacking is its own action. So you have your 3D of minor actions, and then you have a uh, an additional like major action for attacking. Um, vehicles, like I said before, have their own stats, and this also results in them having combat stats and modifications. Uh, that do their own thing. Uh, initiative. Uh, okay, so. Uh, rolls your dexterity score. Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, and initiative score is just you roll your dexterity dice and you add the whole total together. So it's not it's not the same as Okay, you have 
three successes, so your initiative's three. It's like, no, I, I rolled 17. So if that makes sense. And, oh yeah, also I was going to give you guys some starting cash. So if you have it on hand, uh, both of you roll me 3d6, we'll say. And just oh, tell me whatever the the total is. I'm rolling 3d6. Yep. I, I zoned out. Why am I rolling 3d6? Uh, for your starting cash, basically. Oh, okay. Um, roll three. Excited to die. Uh, fourteen. All right. So you have fourteen dollars on you, basically. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will leave you on this if you want to use that money to buy more ammo, like have at it. Uh, yeah, I got, uh, 15. All right. So, yeah, same. You get $15. I will have Rob roll his mo- his money whenever he gets the chance. Okay. I'm going to use it for $1. Yeah, yeah. It's a one to one exchange rate on ammunition. I've bought a second amount of reload, so I have two reloads, plus what's in the shotgun, and not in the shotgun, in the rifle, leaving me. Nice. Okay, and Jolene, you said you were buying another uh, six bullets for your guns, or were you buying a full 12? Yeah, I didn't, uh, I hadn't said. Um, oh, okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, like, you also don't have to decide right now if, if you want to ponder on it. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, and that is actually all there is for character building. Oh, wait, no it's not. Um, what, Julian? What does your vaquero look like? Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so he's kind of <laughs> like, um, he's got, like, a medium tan skin, um, and I was thinking, of, like, Michael Pena for, like, reference. Michael Pena? Uh-huh. It's the end with the, the squiggle above it. Uh, he was, he was, uh, the best friend in Ant-Man. Oh, okay, oh. okay, okay. That guy. Yeah. Um and like, you know, like dark hair, dark eyes. Uh so I was um I was kind of like looking up references. So the the Charo suit is um it's like the mariachi suit basically. Mhm. Uh but it that used to be like the horse riding suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I imagined once you brought it up that the uh the mariachi suit is kind of a parody of what it it was classically. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's like a I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, but, but yeah, like a mariachi uh, outfit, but serious. Uh, yeah, um, and I was thinking like he could have like a serape. Uh, uh, what's a serape? It's it's like a uh, it's like half a poncho. It's like a, oh. It, it, yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Um. And 
he'd look cooler on his motorcycle. I'm sure. Which he doesn't have. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm 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 thinking of currently. Okay. Okay, so, uh, any names uh uh poking out at your brain? Um, I was looking at names earlier, and uh, uh, one of the ones that I was thinking of was like Luis. Oh, classic. Classic, yeah. Uh, but I also have nothing else to give you. I, <laughs> I, you have, you have drained me of all of my creativity. I am now a husk of my former self. Uh, fair enough fair enough uh yeah the only other question i was going to ask is uh how did how did he get his very few mods were they provided by the uh mining company at uh colvale or did he uh buy them on his way to gun city or in gun city or did did he offer his motorcycle as collateral and uh wasn't able to to pay that guy back for the mods and that's where the motorcycle went I think that uh, he got it before he got to Gun City. Okay. So he was he was really jazzed up about going off and like you know being an adventurer and and yeah. The, yeah he the, he had dreams of being a, a gun gunman. Yeah. The the cowboy dream um, that just went horribly awry instantly. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know maybe his family helped him get these mods. Okay. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be back for you. I'll you, you know I'll I'll make you proud. That kind of thing." Yeah, yeah. You have a little sister. He strikes me as the type to be a good big brother. Oh my god! Yes, now he <laughs> does. Oh boy. Also, I have decided that my as of yet unnamed character looks like a very grizzled Lee Pace. Ooh. Yeah. Nice, nice. Just with like darker hair. Okay, yeah, I see it. Okay, so so far the party consists of Michael Pena and Lee Pace. <laughs> Can't wait to see what uh what Rob brings to the table. Well, at least the skin tone is Michael Pena. I'm not sure. If yeah. Exactly. Like I was that. almost picturing John Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get Luigi in here. John Luigiamo. Uh, no, he hates like, that movie. Um, he played Tybalt in. Yes, John Leguizamo. Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> but like young him. Yeah. Ah. Uh... But yeah, that is everything we have for uh, session zero. Uh, I will get with Rob and have uh, you know provide him with the uh, the list of Vaquero and Dog Boy and see what he comes up with. Uh, as I was as I was saying with the uh, Ash when you were on the phone with the uh, your dad, uh, Rob was thinking about coming in here with. Just a real punchy boy. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll see if he still likes that idea or if he changes it up upon hearing out what you guys are doing. 
And yeah, we will see people next time. We did it. We did it. We we made a full two characters. Bye. Say so what's Rob playing? Um, so, uh, me and Rob were just talking some garbage, uh, at the store on Thursday. Uh-huh. And he made the comment of just having big, dumb, like, gorilla punchy arms. <laughs> and then he stopped and he was like, actually, that's kind of a rad idea. Uh, and then he followed up with, but I'm typically a role filler, so we'll, we'll see what everyone else does. Well, and Can I was being a role filler when there are no roles to fill. I don't think so. So yeah, I, I and I told him that, and uh, he might come in here with a uh, with punch, big fist punch McGee. I'm I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs>